to be your host for this episode. Uh, before I start, allow me to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me this opportunity to share about your greatness. You're the center of our lives and help us not to forget this. May everything that I'm going to share today be Holy Spirit led. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Okay, so our topic for this session is titled Putting God First. And putting God first basically means that to love Him more than anyone or anything else. It means I have to choose my attitude, my values, my responses, as well as how I use my time with Him in mind. It means serving him with everything that I have in whatever situation that I'm in. Why I've chosen this topic is because being a focused Christian in the 21st century is so difficult. We have so many distractions. We are spending our time focusing on a whole lot of other things and not focusing on God. The moment you decide to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and the only way to eternal life, we are surrendering everything to Him. We are giving up everything for Him. Romans 6 verse 6, and this is from New International Version, says, for we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. From this verse, it's explaining how our old selves controlled by sin cease to exist, and our new selves living for Christ come into existence when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. Also from Galatians 2 verse 20, it says, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live in the body. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Apostle Paul on this verse was again explaining how when someone makes a decision to submit to Jesus Christ, he's making an exchange. He's giving up doing the things that he likes. He's giving up doing things in his way in favor of submitting by faith to the Lordship of his Savior, as our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 21, he goes on to say, He does not nullify or make void of the grace of God. I'm also guilty of spending my time worrying about work, about relationships, about how to get earthly riches. And you know, I get so immersed and obsessed with these things that I actually forget my soul purpose on this earth. Because we are so focused on the wrong things, we make God our sidekick, we make him our second option, we end up giving him ultimatums, etc. 
upbringing. This is because we assume God lives for us instead of the other way around, you see. God has been there since the beginning of time. He was complete and fine without us. He created us and it's actually us who made him. You know, I've just remembered when I wrote my daily exams, I prayed, I fasted 15 days, I was like, you know what, Lord, I want 15 points. And you really need to do this for me. And well, God had other plans and the results came. I didn't have 15 points. I was so disappointed and angry. I told myself, what's the point of praying? If God doesn't do what I tell him to do. I was like, you know what? I pray, I go to church, I'm a good person, I'm a good kid. I don't do bad stuff like those other kids. God should have done this for me. And in that moment I was like, I'm going to stop praying. But here's the catch. I thought me doing this was actually doing God a favor. And he had to reward me somehow. Which is wrong. We live for him. Whether things are going our way or not, we live through God. And his position in our lives does not change because of the circumstances we are facing. You know, it's so funny how people usually call it Daniel 3 verse 17, which reads, um, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we save is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. Yes, here we have Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego who were bragging about God, saying, No, our Lord will save us. This is after they had refused to bow down to a statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had commanded everyone to bow down to. But this verse goes on to say, But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty. That we will not save your gods or worship the image of God we have set up. Now they were explaining that even if God doesn't act according to their wishes, he was not going to change his position in their lives. He was going to remain the same. There are so many verses in the Bible urging us to always put God first. The last two examples I have are um, Matthew 6 verse 33. Is rather a popular one. It says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those things will be added unto you. This verse is just explaining the fact that whatever you want will be given to you, but after you seek the God, the kingdom of God first, his righteousness should come first before whatever else you need. Also, Colossians 3 verse 17 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, be it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks to Him. Now, I think I've had to explain why it's important to put God first and what the Bible has to say with regards to that. Now, I think I have to look at ways how we can put God first.
What I think is, instead of making a list of, let's say, your priorities with God at number one, then family number two, work three, and like that, we can envision our life as a pie chart. Many slices, as many aspects of our lives. And with God as the hub, making it the center means his influence permeates every slice of our lives. And as circumstances change, God leads us to invest more time and energy into different pie slices. We can quote Apostle Paul saying, For me to live is Christ. In Philippians 1 verse 21. The most important thing we can focus on to help us put God first is to study the word. We can never go wrong if we read and understand this book. 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 to 17 says, All scripture is God breathed. I'll repeat this part. All scripture is God breathed. And it is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. We have been told that the scripture is God breathed. When you open your Bible, you should know that you are speaking directly to God. And the Bible is going to teach you all those useful things. It will be there to teach you, it will be there to rebuke you, to correct you, and to train you in righteousness so that you may be thoroughly equipped. Thoroughly means completely, entirely, everything that you need to be equipped for every good work. You get it in the Bible. You can become that person who always puts God first by studying the word. We can also demonstrate that we are putting God first in our lives by following his commandments. Second John 1 verse 6 says, Oh, this is love that we walk according to his commandments. By abiding to the Lord's commandments, we are showing our love for him. Therefore, showing appreciation that Jesus Christ died to save us, we are putting him first. It's always important to remember that we were created by God, for God. That's why you see one may go around the world trying to feel fulfillment or all or total happiness. But you can never get this anywhere except in Jesus Christ. We have so many celebrities who are very rich. But they suffer from depression. They abuse drugs. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Everything that we do should be for the glory of God. He is our reason for survival. Money can't buy 
place that God can fulfill in your life. In everything, we should be reminded to put Him first. I shall end this presentation by quoting from St. Augustine. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Thank you, listener. Stay blessed.